Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in. I ain't going to take up any time. Just want to let you know that this is Tito Romero, part of Flowers and Bullets. Enjoy. Alright bro, we need that. Okay. Hi everyone. Today I have... I don't even know your last name, homie. But today I have Tito. What's your last name? Romero. Romero? Yeah. It's a pleasure to have you on, bro. For sure. You man. were going off while I was setting up. <laughs> and that's not fair to these people, all right? That was not fucking fair. Because now I only know all the shit you said, and we can't reiterate it. That's not going to happen no more. So I'd like to start off with one simple question, and then from there we just go off. So my first question to you, bro, is what's your first memory? My first memory? Yeah. Dang. I think my first memory as, as like a youngster is like um, going out to the Monte a lot. Like my, my family's from Sasa de Sonora, like right along the border right mm-hmm. here. So I used to be at the rancho with my tío all the time. So anything with horses, cattle, freaking going out to the Monte, trying to find the cattle, trying to yeah ride horses back. And, you know, all that whole lifestyle, that's that's my upbringing right there, man. Wow. Yeah, man, that's, that's where that- I'm from. So like, and that's like, that's like what your like what your first memory feels like. Yeah, I think I kind of like look at things through that lens. You know what I mean? I'm just a, a a barrio boy that came from the monte. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Wow. So and so like your current life is pretty much surrounded like that, right? Like it's it's pretty much involving those things, correct? No. Yeah. Um, mostly now, so because um. So I did the whole like loop around. So as a youngster, I, I came and I was all vaquero boots, no English. You know, and then quickly uh, got into the rolling hard shirts, big pants, Ben Davis, Dickies. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck Mexicanos. Like, you know, I don't like that vaquero oh, life. You went to that. Yeah, that yeah. level, bro. Like, yeah. I just didn't like who I used to be and, like, that kid that they used to pick on me for being, you of know? Of course, of course. So I was like, I'm not going to be that. So I started, like, assimilated into, like, a new persona. You know right. what I mean? I don't remember the last, like, time that I in Spanish because I was I used to think in Spanish wow. and then all of a sudden that flipped one time and I started thinking in English oh, and yeah. it's all about English I and you it. know this Chicano lifestyle you right, know and that right. took over um but yeah man I think from from that point on um I started like connecting more so to to those those upbringings that, that knowledge that roots you know so like as I got older I was like, wow, this gets me into trouble. This gets me into trouble. This isn't fun. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like in the ranch, man, there's never a dull moment. When you're farming, there's never a dull moment. You know, there's something different. It's never routine. It's never the same thing twice. It's like, yo, man, the the goat's going to take off on a Monday. And then you have to come back and fix the fence on Tuesday. And the water leaks on Wednesday. And then you have to fix this. and Work. Just working. But it's like, it's freaking, uh, it's a... rewarding you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's good work it's that that proud work yeah yeah so just kind of did full circle you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and now i'm back to like learning first of all learning how to do this stuff that like my tío does that my family grew up doing mm-hmm. um and then also trying to teach it as i go you know of course but, you know I'm, I'm not a master at anything i'm not an expert at anything but yeah, yeah, yeah. i love to talk i love to teach and, <laughs> you know what i mean so it's great if you're around me you're gonna hear something yeah you, know? you walked in and you showed me your pantry and everything yeah man you want to re- like re-explain your pantry like oh yeah you know? yeah homie stopped through and checking out my pantry and i was like yo man we save our own seeds we have our own chit to bean we harvest our own choya buds you know we can 
Uh, we do our own lard, so we can cook from our lard that we process our own animals. Wow. So whenever we process our own animals, we keep all that re- that fat. We render that fat, and that's what our gente used to cook with back in the day. You know, wow. like they didn't have no vegetable oil, olive right. oil, and all this stuff. You know what I mean? We used to cook with the grasa from the from the actual animals that, the we, animal. that we harvested. You know, wow. so just doing all those cool little things, man. It's not just like rewarding. But it like gets me like reconnected to like my past to like stuff that like my family used to do in the in the rancho, you know, and and it's it's cool that like you can do that nowadays, and it still saves you money. It's still good for you. It's part of your culture, good for the health, you know. And on some of those things, you can even make a little bit of money off of, you know. Right. So, yeah, wow. Man. So like, how did you end up going back? Like you you went on a detour because I'm. Oh. Cause you came over here, right? And, yeah. and 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 coming over here, the bullying it made you go on a detour of like, of losing that for a little bit. But you went back. What? Mm. What made you go back? How did you go back? I think I was really fortunate because um, as a youngster, sure I was messing up a lot. Didn't like school, um, mm-hmm. but I love learning, right? Um, but just the. Uh, I said the same thing. Yeah, man, I love to learn and I love like I love knowledge, you know. But school and everything that like school was about was just wasn't for me you know like the curriculum the teachers the like the whole system the institution the Mm. the discipline it was just whack you know but it wasn't until like my junior and senior year in high school that i got connected to the rasa studies program Mm. so like for the first time in my life it was like my teachers look like me talk like me and like some of them went through the same things that i did growing up Mm. you know so it was almost like having your tío or your tía teaching you and you kind of build that relationship and then from that point on, it was like um, encouraging me to ask questions. So like, why is your family like that? Why don't you talk Spanish no more? Why don't you, you know? So right. a lot of these things started coming up for me. And I was like, damn, like, that's right. You know, like I did assimilate. I didn't want to be this person I want to be no more. Like right. this uh, society like beat me up so much that I hated, you know, everything about my culture and, and mm. my people and my upbringing. And so those classes kind of like, held a mirror to me and they're like yo man like you're beautiful you're precious your knowledge is beautiful like mm-hmm. the stuff that your gente your nana your tata know like that's valuable mm-hmm. it's worth something you know what i mean like it's it's rich yeah um you might not have no money in your back pocket but we're rich you know we're rich in culture and we yes. stand on the shoulders of giants and yes. i was like damn like that's true like yeah. and to make the connection to um, chicanismo to like low riding to yeah. like our language to the way that we are like resistance and resilient as a community i right. was like damn like this is me you like, know it's deep yeah so it almost like it made me feel trippy because they're like these mentors these teachers are like yo man if you're ditching if you're failing classes you're just doing exactly what these teachers want you to do you're just doing exactly what society expects you to do. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to be the statistic. I'm not going to be mm. exactly what these people think I am. Just another failure, another dropout, another, you know. Right. So I was like, nah. So, like, I really got on it. Um, you realized what true rebellion was. Yeah, man. Real resistance. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, man. Like, this is what you. This is how you want to play the game? Yeah, like, let's like, do this. You play know? your game. Yeah. I'm so, going to ace that game. So I graduated. Mm. I finished, like, like finished strong. And then those Rasa Studies programs that I was involved in, they hired me, mm-hmm. like, as a teacher assistant, a curriculum specialist, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. kind of, like, review the curriculum. Review the curriculum and make sure that's still relevant to the students every year. Right. So I did that for a few time, for a few years, and then the, the program awesome. got shut down completely. Oh, um, it was banned in the state of Arizona for a few years. Now it's... Uh, 
it was deemed unconstitutional that they banned it. Right. So it's like this whole mess, right? Yeah, it's you know? all over the place, but like right? it's almost like the damage is done, you know. Right. Um, it's really hard to bring that program back. But what we walked away with, like a lot of the alumni, we walked away with that same heart, that same anger to do mm. something with it. It gave us something to channel all this energy towards, you know, mm. like community organizing. You know what I mean? Let's do nice. this. So, um, so as soon as that program was done, like that, that wasn't like the end of our our like energy or our career, you know, at all. Yeah. Like, as soon as that program ended, it kind of gave us the the confidence to do something for ourselves. Of course. So instead of like joining another nonprofit, instead of uh, joining into another youth group, like me, my homie Jacob, my partner Lora, uh, we started Flowers and Bullets. Mm. And Flowers and Bullets was a way to kind of use the resources that are amongst us, like around the neighborhood, in the neighborhood, and utilize that as a tool to kind of really empower the community to do something different, to uh, either create jobs, mm-hmm. do workshops, resume building, um, a whole nother level of resistance, right? So yeah. taking what we learned in the classroom, taking what we learned in other um, community organizations like TYLO, mm-hmm. and warping all that into something new into something different that was going to fit our community of course you know so we call it flowers and bullets it's a, a sustainability in our collective mm-hmm. um, what we do is try to make uh, food accessible food affordable and build a barrio economy so what the barrio economy was that mean like i said it's like tapping into those plumbers those electricians those mm-hmm. farmers those organizers those social workers uh, those homies in the hood you know that have right. a lot of pool getting all those people in one room and saying, hey, what can we do? What can we build? Mm-hmm. What can we do for ourselves? And that's where I feel like a lot of my knowledge from the rancho right. and from farming and from ranching, like it came out because came out. that's like, that's my strength. Right. Sure, I might not know too much about um, ele- electricity or plumbing or whatever, right. but I got you when it comes to goats, cattle, sustainability, processing animals, farming, saving wow. seed, um, propagating trees, um, I love that stuff, you know. That's and, amazing, man. And it's really unfortunate because when I was in high school, I never got a chance to take any of those classes. Of course, you know, not, Tucson uh, High has like one of the best greenhouses, some of like the best science ecology programs, you know. But wow. for homies like me, I was so like I was playing catch up every single year, you know, because I never saw the value in grades. You know what right, I mean? Right, so yeah. come my junior and senior year, when I'm supposed to be able to take these badass electives. I'm having like my freshman and sophomore class like chasing me right behind me, you know. Right. So it was really difficult for Situation. me. So I never got to explore that as a youngster, you know, and it started right. coming out now like as being a little bit older and yeah. I have like, you know, some some moments where I'm like, "Oh man, it, hurt. it hurts." You know what yeah. I mean? It hurts that like imagine if I could have been like a youngster uh, 16, 15 years old at these greenhouses and that's exactly what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I think that's a problem with school, you know, people are so quick to suspend, expel, kick these kids out or whatever, push them out of school, you know, just because they're trouble, they come from some rough upbringings, mm. you know what I mean, no pops is around, you know, mom has couple, two different jobs, and of course homie's going to have trouble, mm-hmm. and that's the reason you don't give them an opportunity, you know, and I, I feel like with Flowers and Bullets, it's something for us to kind of uh, be able to, to benefit from, you know, it doesn't matter yeah. what background you come from, if you're coming out of prison, or you're a single mom or a nana, like we all have something to share and it just so happens to be that i know about gardening farming and and, and ranching you know so that's awesome man yeah so like so how long has flowers and bullets been going on for so flowers and bullets started in 2012 and um 
it started as t-shirts you know it started that t-shirts so me and my homie jacob were like yo how can we do something for the neighborhood for tucson but like that's gonna feed our pockets right at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. you know and um we never knew what we were getting ourselves into because even just making t-shirts making a t-shirt line man that shit's hard you know yeah. but we were able to break through that we made some cool designs and people started recognizing what we were trying to do and with the name like flowers and bullets people were like what what's what's, what's flowers and bullets like what, what the hell life and death what yeah exactly <laughs> so um so yeah we started with our t-shirts mm. that got us our irrigation our seeds fencing mm. uh soil compost so one thing led to another wow. homies would come through and they're like yo man like yeah that's cool that you guys have t-shirts but what the hell what's what's this tomatoes what squash what, <laughs> what do you, you guys, guys got going now? on yeah <laughs> and then those homies so coming amazing. over and over again they're like i can do that i want to do it yeah and i'm telling you like got, it, they got comfortable with yeah. it they got familiar and they're like i want to i want to get in on that exactly so it's, it's homies that already know how to count how to sell and how to weigh <laughs> so come on hey, all, we got, all we gotta do is just switch it up a switch little bit bro a little bit. and we got farmers bro we got barrio farmers you know what i mean we got some some oh, man. some hood farmers are ready to roll you just gotta change it up a little bit bro but like For if sure. people like me as a youngster if i never even seen what other opportunities there is out there for me mm -hmm. i was never able to take advantage of them Right. So same thing with these homies. Of like if these these people keep doing the same thing over and over, it's because it's all we know. Right. You know, so we can't hate on each other for like sticking to that drug trade no, or you know, of course not. It's survival. It's survival. And some people are really good at that shit. You know, That's but the truth. I'm hoping that like with flowers and bullets, we're able to kind of change that dynamic, change that route where people are going. You know, and the the way that we got the name flowers and bullets. Yeah, you know, yeah, much love to my homie uh, Raul Alcaraz. He's in Houston right now. But um, we were on a training, like, again, a youth training, youngsters. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think it was, like, around 2011 or something. Mm -hmm. And we're doing, like, a systems of oppression workshop. Yeah. And then right before he left the, the room, he was like, all right, y'all, uh, I love you, flowers and bullets. And he left. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it just... Did you just, did you just say it just to say yeah, it? Yeah, like, to him. He was, he was always coming up with, like, weird phrases and, like, punchlines <laughs> and just... Things that make you feel good, like kind of saying like I love you in different ways, you know? Wow, okay. But he was like, all right, y'all love you, flowers and bullets. And I was like, dang, like that spoke to me in so many levels. Like, Bro. Yeah, to me it just meant like, yo, man, like flowers and the art, flowers is that art and bullets is that struggle. Like that yin yang yeah. almost, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like negative, positive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just because, just because we come from these like neighborhoods, yeah. uh, these hardships, like underserved communities, it doesn't mean that like, that's all we're about doesn't mean that's all we can do you of know course what I mean? we still have like the power the energy the resources to do so much from it you know yeah. so flowers and bullets you know that's so crazy yeah. it just came from a from a friend that was doing yeah, that just training real quick <laughs> yeah so it's cool man oh that's, that's funny this is his good go like a quick goodbye and everything yeah it's like a quick goodbye like you flowers know flowers and bullets and he just walks away. I was like, and then he just dropped the bomb on you, and yeah. he didn't even know. Planted that seed, you know. Planted and I was that like, seed. I was like, dang, like that's something that we need to run with, you know. Mm. And it's it's a pretty interesting name. There's some people that are yeah. like, I don't want to work with them. Are they guns? They're about guns, and uh, it's like, man, you never even given us a people, chance. People you jump, know? man. People jump. Yeah. They're so quick to jump. It's ridiculous. But it's kind of cool though because that's kind of like a, filtra a filtration process for us. So people that's are like, true. flowers and bulls, and people are like, I want to know what they're about. I want. Yeah. Dang, with the name with the name that powerful, I want to know what they're doing. Right. And then some people don't want to work with us, and that's fine, you know. But like, when you go into a high school, you go into a middle school, and you're like, "Yo, we're about flowers and bulls." 
right away these youngsters are like i don't even care what it's about i'm in <laughs> you know and that's kind of what we want to, that's kind of what we want anyways you know that's what great I mean? we want yeah. these youngsters we want people coming from hardship you know we want people coming from the neighborhood of course you know we want those single moms those nanas yes. those tatas you know people that get it yeah. You know? yeah 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 and um how how's it been the whole process of being this organization it's been pretty cool man like i think the the our biggest asset is like our social capital, our people power. Mm. Man, we're, we're, we're born and raised in the neighborhood, so we've knocked on just the right doors. Mm. And sometimes when we have to go canvassing, you know, do surveys door to door, man, we, we, we're supposed to do like 100 doors a day. Uh -huh. I'm like at six or seven. Because it's like, you knock on the door, like, Tito, like, come in. You're not leaving until you eat dinner. And right. like, all this stuff starts happening, right? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> So that's actually been like the right, our good popular. thing, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, we're we're known in the neighborhood. People yeah. like have love for us. I grew up there. Many of us in the collective did, you know. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people have been really receptive, especially when we're like saying, "Yeah, it's 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 sustainability and it's art, but we're doing so much more." You know, what I mean, we're building families, it's we're building community. trust, we're building like what community safety is supposed to look like. Yeah, and fuck street lights, speed bumps, and cops. You don't need that. Shit. Like we need to find like relationships amongst each other, yes. trust each other, talk to each other, yes. build fiestas. Like, you know, and bring people out. Don't just stay inside your own house. Yeah, and shit. man. So that's kind and of never what having you never being a stranger. Is some fucked up shit. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. So like we share our food with our neighbors, share seeds. We when we get compost, we deliver it to our neighbors and. Beautiful. You know, our hardest part, honestly, honestly, has been like getting funds. Of course, some of us have been like uh, volunteering for six years, wow. so it'd be a full time job and then a full time organizing. You wow. know, so that it's it's so we've had people come and go. Of course, we've had some people like because we haven't been able to pay them, they go back to the life that they know. Yeah, end up getting locked up or in trouble again. So. Right. That's always a tricky part, trying to find out those, find those resources that'll keep us going, you know, give us that gas to, to keep us rolling. Of course. Um, but for the most part, man, it's been those small achievements where people are like, thank you, I appreciate you all. Thank you for helping out the neighborhood. Thank you for helping out like Tucson. That's like, gave us that juice to kind of keep going to that next one, you know? And it's yeah. like, all right, like, when little homies are coming up to you saying, dang, this is cool. Like, I wanna mm. be a part of it. It's like, all right, I might not have got paid for this, Mm. But hey, man, we're getting paid in a whole different way. But, Real way, man. Yeah, but it's hard. It's definitely oh, hard to course. build to to build this from the ground up in a like, world like this and everything. Yeah. How was um how how was that school that you guys acquired? Like, yeah, well, how's, man, that, how's that gone? Like like. Yeah, it's been it's been a dream. How and was, how was that whole process? Yeah. How, so I was born and raised in the neighborhood. I went to that elementary school, and wow. some of the teachers that worked there are part of our collective. You know, wow. so Miss Peggy. She used to put me under the tree. She used to like, you know what I mean? Say like, stop, you know, running in the hallway or whatever. And yeah, like yeah. now she's part of our collective. So it's pretty cool. Wow. But um, it's happened since uh, 2004 that school closed down. And it closed down because Davis Monthan uh, was in jeopardy. It was either closed down Davis Monthan Air Force Base or closed down this elementary school mm. because the Air Force Base, their flight path flies right over the school. Oh. So it's a flight risk for the kids to be there. Of a plane might fall. Shit happens, right? Yeah. Um, so it's either close the school or close the Air Force Base. That's a no-brainer. They closed down they the, school. the school. So now that Air Force, that now that property, it can't be. A church, it can't be a school, it can't be residential, it can't be a youth center, it can't be a park, 
it can be it can be anything because really because of all those because of that because of, yeah the because of the overlays that right. Davis Mountain put on that property wow so there's a zoning from the city and then there's an overlay uh, from Davis Mountain oh you know? wow uh, but the only thing that fits that seems like the only thing they forgot to put in there was crop production <gasps> so we kind of read between that we put our own proposal and we got the school in 2016 December 2016 we got it yeah yeah so we had a whole grace period of just trying to get our ducks in a row, trying to get some funding. So all 2017, we just fundraised, um, did some workshops, but it was like all about fundraising, you know? Of course. Right now we are getting ready to break ground. So we're getting our architect, our civil engineer, we're doing a, like a drainage survey. So, cause we're gonna be moving a lot of earth around. Of course. So we gotta make sure that we're not gonna cause like a lot of flooding for the community, for the neighborhood, because we're gonna be moving which way the water flows out of that property basically. Right. But we're actually doing the opposite. We're actually gonna be helping the community because that school is so big, it's mm -hmm. 10 acres. So when like the monsoons do come or there's a, a rain, all that water doesn't seep into the soil it runs off into the neighborhood and it creates like big flooding issues oh so what we're trying to do now is you're gonna make it, it actually stay there stay there yeah so at the, that point the soil will be able to absorb it right exactly and then oh. we'll be using less water from like our our um yeah like actually we'll be using less water that we have to pay for because we'll be harvesting so much water that actually stays in the soil we're building up our our um our, how can I say, like our organic matter, so mm -hmm. that stays wet and moist, basically underneath the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess our ducks in a row, get our shit in a row. But yeah, kind of building all that up and using using permaculture, using knowledge that's been here before us, you know, how to work with the earth instead of against it. That's right. How to do like regenerative regenerative uh, uh, tactics instead of degenerative, you know, moves. So, oh, man. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're in it right now. We're still having to raise a lot of money. It's a very expensive project, you know, I, especially. I didn't, I didn't even know you guys existed until like a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, bro. like this is so fucking amazing. You guys, what, everything you're saying makes me so excited. Like me finding out about the school and shit. Yeah. Like that's so fucking cool, man. Imagine like, 10 acres of farmland. 10 acres bro. of farmland right here in like a neighborhood. Neighborhood. Like yeah, the middle of Tucson, bro. In the middle of Tucson. Like what? What are you talking yeah, about? Man. That, so that's 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 fucking great. Like that's, that's gonna create employment. That's gonna create job skills. We're gonna be able to like build resumes, help homies coming out of prison, help those nanas that just need something to do after retirement. For real. Uh, create like healing spaces just, for like those homies who are like who are hooked on on, on H and on different pills or whatever. Man, they'll be like. Sky's the limit, bro. Beautiful, Sky's the limit. Man. So, like that, that makes me so, it makes me so happy, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, it really does. It satisfies something. And the, the thing, the thing about us, bro, we're not some outside agency that like. No, it's, once, it's the self. It's the self. Yeah, it's, the, it's the self. Talk it's about like grassroots, organic. Yeah. We're from the ground up, like self built. Like, makes me so excited, bro. So I really like put it out there for our mentors that have been really like supportive, helping us out. Yeah. People like our partners that have been really helping us out. Um, family members our neighbors you know it's it's been a struggle but man like we we got it going you but know it's worth it yeah just just imagine people and then like the circumstance that, that they they missed uh and crop production crop production right? they forgot to put it in there i guess you know it's great oh yeah. my god oh man that's that's awesome man so, like so i have a lot of questions i have a lot of questions i don't want to have one so like that's that's like the main problem how did you even see yourself here? No, 
Not really, man. Like before, before I got into youth programs and everything, I just, I don't know, man. I that's, that's I think that's what's hard about like uh, our youth right now. You know, it's really hard in high school or in school to see yourself in the curriculum, let alone you mm. doing something beautiful, doing something great, doing mm. something like important. You know, and like especially when like are you reading in the history books? It's like a bunch of uh, it's 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 yeah, it's a history. bunch of it's a bunch of white people that are, that are like breaking through, you know. Right. So again, it wasn't until Rasa studies and, and and those specific teachers that I was like, damn, this could be me. I, I have a future. I can do some good things, you know. Mm. And I did try to go to college, and unfortunately, like that wasn't for me at the time. Right. That's not something that I've like xed out of my life yet. Mm. Especially now that I have like a more focused point. Shoot, that might be a possibility. But it was really hard for me to go out of high school when I just became a student my senior year in high school. That's the first time I could say that I was a student. Mm. And then I go into college and they're jamming with so much homework, lectures, pages and pages of homework and then tests. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Like, yeah. Wait, I just learned how to lift weights. Like, yeah. A whole truck. Wait. Exactly, bro. So, like, it was really difficult for me. But again, when I popped out of that, I just leaned up against those resources, people that like had love for me and just just kind of started plugging in, you know, and I think um, just my passion for growing, my passion for being outdoors, my passion for animals just kind of like moved me in that direction where I was like inevitably going to be like connected to something that had to do with agriculture or farming, ranching or something, Mm. you know, but I'm just so blessed that like it led me in this direction and it wasn't intentional. It wasn't like method- methodically like plotted out or anything. Like right. nah, man. Just like opening one door to another. Um, a lot of love, a lot of support from like mentors, family, friends. Um, and it really is, man. Sometimes it's about who you know, man. It's about Ain't who that, you know. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So I'm, I'm I appreciate that people were like sharing resources with me, and I got yeah. I was able to share resources with others, you yeah. know. And I was fortunate to get into different jobs and. Like, out of Rasa studies, when I was um, struggling trying to find, like, what I was going to do next, you know, because I was like, damn, I'm either going to be a teacher or involved in curriculum building or something. And when that program was shut down, I was like, oh, crap. I don't know what to do. What am I going to do kind of in between things? Right. Like, so I was fortunate that uh, another mentor of mine reached out and she was like, hey, um, would you like to work at a ranch? And I was like, damn, that's something I'm, I'm interested in. That's I'm kind of good at, like, and I want to learn more. Hell Boy. yeah, you know? Wow. So me and my homie Jacob ended up working at a, like, 300,000-acre ranch for almost five years. Really? Yeah, so we're going out there every single month for 10 days, every single month. And we're just putting in mad work, irrigation, fencing, uh, how to work with the horses, how to uh, fix the corrals, how to work with like our, our um, water pumps, with sewers, with uh, um, water wells, you know, because we had our own wells at that ranch, how to fix like little things, you know what I mean? And that kind of gave me the confidence to kind of, to move on to the next big thing. And it's like, yo man, like- Can only imagine. Yeah, flowers and bulls, the next thing, uh, the school, like mm-hmm. if you once you run a 300,000 acre ranch with, a, with irrigation problems and leaks, that school ain't gonna be nothing, ten man. Acres, like, ten acres, ten right? acres, bro. You got it. So get me on a tractor, bro. Let's yeah, do this. Let's do this. Yeah, and that's what's dope. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to show people like tractor work, how to work the fields, how to get like wow. homies, youngsters, like to it's do a this. Whole different you know? school right there, bro. Like, and this, you're, you're, like recon, like 
you're recontextualizing what the school is going to be. Yeah, yeah it's going to be another school, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be. And all this like ecology, organic, um, mm-hmm. a green like movements, it's it's blowing up. It is it's blowing up. There's a lot of jobs, a lot of opportunity, a lot of schooling resources, grant money. There's a lot out there, but this green movement is leaving brown people behind. It is. So like Ain't that a shame. So it's it was like a not just like a call to action like no like I need to do this for my neighborhood because we don't have anything but it's also like it's gonna make us healthier, it's yeah. gonna make us uh, healthier happier. Yeah, for sure, man. Like we, it, we're yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a reliance on oneself when you learn how to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we're we're in Centro, you know, and Centro is like right on uh, on Twenty Second, you know, between Country Club and or Tucson Boulevard and Alvernon, mm. and that whole area right there. It's funny because if you go two minutes north of Centro, there's $450,000 homes. Hmm. You know what I mean? There's expensive homes, there's natural grocery, there's natural grocery stores, mm-hmm. organic this, organic that, there's a farmer's markets, there's mm-hmm. nice restaurants. But as soon as you move two minutes south and you hit our neighborhood, you hit the, the bar, you hit the liquor store, uh, vacant lots, mm-hmm. abandoned homes, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know that everything that goes with it. Yeah. You know, so it's, it literally is up to us to do something about it. You know. For sure, man. That's that's so exciting. When when do you guys are you are you willing to say or do you know when you guys are gonna break the ground on the? Uh, we're we're slowly kind of doing little projects here and there. Mm-hmm. I think our big uh, break ground was gonna be when we got the tractors in there, oh, moving okay. earth around and everything. Of course, of course. And I don't think that's probably gonna be until like probably at the end of the year or so yeah so you could maybe start doing some fall planting mm. but for right now we have a uh, small projects okay so there's a ramada on the property that someone someone lit a fire underneath it literally <laughs> um so there's some boards missing uh there's leaks when it rains uh, but that ramada is gonna that ramada is gonna be kind of crucial because we're starting at that end of the school mm. so if we're able to fix this ramada put some benches underneath it people might start coming out of their homes helping us out We'll have a place to meet, put like, some food down so we can like invite people. Invite man. people, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're starting with this Ramada. Right. Once that Ramada is done, we're moving into the the fencing because there's some like gaps and stuff in the fencing that people have been pulling metal to recycle the metal and of stuff, course, you know. Uh, and then from the fencing, we want to go into this greenhouse construction. Mm-hmm. So there's two empty basketball courts. They ripped out everything, but the cement is still there. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to build a greenhouse there. Hopefully by like the end of March or early April. So there's little projects leading up until like the big groundbreaking. Right. Know, yeah. You, know? you guys are working it even now. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's been it's been a struggle, but it's been beautiful. Like how do you? It's it's been really interesting because you get the, you do get the college like the 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 college dropouts, the the school pushouts, and like the neighborhood homies all in the same room with the architect, with the mm-hmm. civil engineer. With the grant writer, oh, I love and that. you know what I mean. You make shit happen yeah. with stuff that, like, you build this dope little cocktail, you know. God, that's so And we great. get it going. You know, it's just using the resources yeah. that we have around us, bro. Of course, really. and we have so much. Yeah, we just gotta tap into it. Tap into it. What What other projects have you guys been do- been doing? What What have you been doing, like personally, like uh, that you entertain yourself with, or 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 something? That you focus on as well like me personally um yeah let's go with yours like me personally i i true i think organizing is my life right now man <laughs> i think uh, i i live breathe flowers and bullets at the moment yeah but at the side i'm always trying to find um 
different avenues either it's just for me mm-hmm. um for me to explore yeah but if it's a hit it's something for me to like plug other people into mm. so right now i've been uh working with goats uh for a while yeah so i've been raising goats i think going on four years wow. and the idea behind that is to be able to like work towards um making more soaps making more cheeses oh. doing more lectures yeah uh, I want to take my baby goats into like elementaries, middle schools, high schools, talk about like what it is to work with animals and all the way up until like high school when it's like, what is it like to process an animal? Why is it that we have no feeling when we go into a grocery store and buy whatever we want? What does that mean when you say process an animal? Um, just kind of like what we used to do back in the rancho, like so, um, yeah, harvesting our own meat, processing our own animals, butchering. Of course. You know, and that's something that we're losing as a connection to to our With food. With the grocery shopping yeah. and shit, there's no connection there's there. There's no connection, and there's nothing that goes to waste when we do our animal processing, you know, and it's almost like a ceremony. We take it really, really serious, and um, it's close to the public, but it's like for the families who have been involved with Flowers and Bullets, you know? Of course. Um, there's a few other people that do like a goat processing workshop in Tucson, mm. but it's like $400 a person. So imagine if you wanted to tap into something your tío did back in Mexico or like the Tarancho and like you wanted to relearn that, yeah. but you don't have the access to go down to learn it, you can't come here because it's too expensive for Jesus. you. Jesus. You know, so it becomes like this another elitist thing. Right. You know what I mean? That the university has access to or like wealthy people have access to, but it came from the ranchos from our family. Of course. So it's just really difficult to kind of like break through to make it accessible. So what I do is um, I, I, I hold these classes for the community mm. uh, free. Mm. And at the end of everything, we have like a big old uh, potluck and we, we cook it into the pit and everything, you know, barbacoa and everything. So... Yeah, we get down. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's just one of the things that we're exploring. We're Everything that we try to touch, we try to have, like, uh, multiple uh, benefits out of, of it. Of course. Like, like, like the animal, you don't waste the piece of it. Yeah. So you try and you do mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah. So, like, with, with processing animals, we're not only just having a connection to the animal. Mm. We're finding healthier foods. Mm. But from there, we're building relationships with, connections with each other because that trust that needs to be like, hey, man, we're doing something really serious, something sacred and something that's going to, like, um, probably even be traumatizing to some of us you know so we do that together we lean on each other Mm. and then it has multiple effects because now those people that walk away from that workshop love each other care about those animals a lot more and they see grocery stores so much different so it has like multi-layer effects and then we we're exploring a rainwater harvesting right now i saw you guys uh put that on stories yeah yeah so there's two badass women in our crew uh elena pierce and rachel yeah shout out to elena um they're badass man they're they're taking it on and we're helping kind of train the trainers so Mm. elena and rachel are they're badass right now they're kind of becoming really good at rainwater harvesting and installing these tanks yeah so we're hoping that they're going to take it on and they're going to train other trainers Mm. and what that is man it's so dope because now elena and rachel are getting knowledge right they're getting they're they're getting trained they're picking up a new skill they're learning now they get to go into these homes and build a relationship with these homeowners Mm -hmm. the homeowner gets to save money on their water that they're saving now now that connection goes out to the community now the community wants this rachel and elena are probably going to have too much work where they have to train other trainers oh my god this has like even a deeper effect domino effect yeah and then this even goes down to like the water aquifers levels in Arizona. Like we have like low water, you know, and it's it's scarce. You know, we need to be yeah. really careful with how we use water. Mm-hmm. 
So we're harvesting water or we're using, uh, we're finding more innovative ways to use water, mm. then it's helping like the long run of our state, of like our environment, because water actually gets to seep into our soil. It gets to, if we use permaculture, we use water harvesting, it might have the potential to lift the water aquifer levels and maybe wow. one day have those Santa Cruz River run again. You know, you never wow. know, you know? So just like the multi-layer things that we're trying to do, you know, we don't do it just for fun or just gonna bring money to one person's pocket. It's like, nah, man, like, it has multiple layers and it's gonna help different people. You're excited me, bro. Yeah. You're excited. Come me through, lot, man. Bro. Let's get let's get uh, to work. <laughs> set some dates, man. Let's Damn. do it. Let's do it, man. You're more oh, than that's so awesome. Wow, what a domino effect that is, though. Cause like, and then I'm 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 assuming most of the things you deal with are domino effects like that, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, we don't want to just help like that individual for here and now. You know, we want to make sure there's connections with that person, someone else. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's connections and families getting built. Make sure there's maybe like a revenue stream where there's money getting made. Right. And maybe something where there's gonna be opportunities for other people. You know. And it's crazy because it's sometimes like we start we start these rainwater harvesting projects or like an install an installation, mm-hmm. and it's all giggling and, and laughing yeah. or talking about you know you know cracking jokes, but it ends like serious talking about domestic violence or it talks about like wow. the stuff that my Theo's hooked on or like our family's hooked on mm-hmm. or you know so it almost seems like even all these multi layered uh, projects that are like super beneficial to the to the community. To that person it's like so good for the soul man because mm. like, it's almost like therapy yeah because you know we, we all come from traumas and we all come from these crazy neighborhoods bro and like mm-hmm. we know what happens when those doors close and like the shit that goes on behind those closed doors and mm-hmm. domestic violence uh the health issues heart disease diabetes yeah. asthma mm-hmm. um fast food you know we kind of hate on those families that just go to fast food every day if that's all they have mm-hmm. you know there's no other option no other option so i don't know it's just almost feels like if we're not going anywhere in these neighborhoods might as well build the neighborhood that we want to live in you know and like we ain't going anywhere True. i went to a i went to a a conference not too long ago yeah and one of the ladies at the conference she was talking about like or she ended it and she was like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of living in the place where your zip code determines how long you live. Mm. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. true, man. If you look at like Los Niños over there, like they have the freaking, the power plant right next to it, burning coal. Right. And what effects does that have in that neighborhood? You know, how long do those people have to live? If you go down to Centro, like where we're at, we have the train yard on one side and the Air Force base flying overhead over like all day long. That exhaust, yeah. like what does that do? You know, and like God damn. So just the long-lasting effects of our communities, and and asking questions of like why it's so allowed in our communities. You right. know what I mean? Like just because we're poor, just because we speak Spanish, we speak different languages. Yeah, means we that speak we're, more than one language. Yeah, I know, but to that means that to some that means that we're able to be, get taken advantage of. You know, and it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. God, man, that, you excite me, bro. You excite me yeah, a lot. Um, you 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 you're like the the material version of shit I've been thinking about. <laughs> you're like the real thing. Let's do it, bro. Yeah, Let's that, do it. That, that's uh that's amazing. I have a my, I feel like I feel like I should introduce you to my older brother. I think you and him will get along really well. Um, but that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's the point. Um, so 
is 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 uh, your, your I'm guessing your 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 contribution to the group is is all your being a, of grown up from a rancho and all that stuff, right? Like you know our agriculture, you know how to deal with animals. That's mm-hmm. that's your. That, I think also like um, outreach. I think I'm, I feel really comfortable talking to the, some of the homies and homegirls uh, in the neighborhood. Okay. Where okay. like we need people power somewhere we need to have we have an event mm. we have something going on it's like yeah. i throw it out there i reach out to the homies who i know are supportive who yeah. i know are uh, gonna have my back and it's yeah, yeah hit them up that's what's up that's what's up so you also like the communicator yeah that's awesome that's awesome man that's so uh you, you got me excited bro <laughs> you really did um yeah man whatever it's like a lot of questions um What are you hoping to grow at the school? Families. <laughs> bro. Families, bro. Families. Mind drop. Oh, man. Families, bro. He said that so fucking quick. Oh, that was yeah, great. Like I said, like this is just an excuse. What man. are you hoping to grow? Families, bro. <laughs> I think food food yeah. and art is that just an excuse. That was just fucking poetic, bro. That was amazing. Can I steal that line? Yeah, do it, I'm bro. Gonna have to We're steal building that families. I'm going to have to steal that line. Oh, yeah, that it's was yours. fucking Take phenomenal. It. Uh wow. Um <laughs> um wow, that was uh that was that was great. Uh, art <laughs> the art and the crops and everything you food is all an excuse That's when an you excuse, want bro. You want community. Build community, build safety, build trust, build love, you know what I mean? That's just that's Yeah, that's the that's the trophy at the, the end. You that's know the real I mean? yeah, that's, that's the, the real reward. goal, right? Mm-hmm. Damn bro. But for real though, like that's amazing. Like just like those annual crops, though, for real, like we want to be able to sell back to um, restaurants, um, sell back to the school district. So imagine, like, imagine if the schools get that. Food. Yeah. So imagine this abandoned school that Bro. TUSD owned, and we're farming out of it, and we're putting this food back into the school district. Duh. I want to have a free like lunch program. I want to have a free breakfast program. I want to, you know, I want to make it. Are you guys gonna have chickens in there? Yeah, I'm hoping we're hoping to have chickens Free and have the goats chickens, there and have bro. yeah. Hey, is is goat milk better for you? Like it you is, bro. Yeah? It is. Yeah? It yeah. is, man. It's so much better for you, especially the people that are like lactose intolerant right, and just like can't uh, handle uh, cow milk. Cow milk. Uh, goat's milk, man. Try it out. It's sweeter. It's better. Really? Yeah, man. Wow. It's, uh, it might be a little bit expensive, but just holler at me. Right, right, <laughs> I got right, you. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we even we sell it to a lot of moms who who dry up, you know. Right. And, so we sell it to moms who don't want to use formula, and it's a That's perfect great. alternative. Really? Uh, sell it for people's animals, uh, puppies, cats, things like that. Uh, um, but overall, families, people love it. You know? wow. Be able to do soaps with it, milk with it. Uh, you got yogurt, you got ice cream, wow. uh, you got cheese. You know, you got, you got so much to do with one animal. Wow. Dang. I was wondering about that. You mentioned the goat and everything. I wanted to ask about that milk and everything so it, it really does taste better it does it's, it's sweeter yeah, it's sweeter. sweeter that's insane yeah what oh man i'm, I'm like I, I can't even focus at this point yeah, but like i said like we're, we're not experts at anything i don't think any of us in fmb are like experts at anything you mm. know but we just happen to like know a little bit of a lot of shit <laughs> So nice. might as well just share it. Might as well, hey, fake it till you make it, man. Fake it till you make it. You guys are making it. Uh, literally, you're making things grow. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's like what's more human than that, right? Mm-hmm. Tilling the land and everything. 
It's good to bring like healthy food into the neighborhood because our alternatives is it's food city. Right. And food city, like I'm a farmer and by the time food gets to food city, it's the stuff that nobody else wants. So what does that say about our our families? What are people are what are people saying about our families? That means that you can get the remnants. It means that you're not going to complain. It means that you can get the leftovers. And what are you going to say about it? What are you going to do about it? Wow. So here my mom is like trying to find that best avocado at the grocery store, probably competing against your mom, like squeezing away at the best avocado. Yeah. When that best avocado is at a different store, it's not even going. It's never going to make it to Food City. So our mom never has that best choice. Even if she finds that best avocado, yeah. the best one is never at that store to begin with. Of course. So what, what can we do with this school? We can put A-grade products, mm. affordable, people don't have to drive to get it. It's organic, it's healthy, mm. you know, and it's, it's, it's grown in the hood. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I'm so excited. This is, this is great. I can't, I can't. How much, how many, um, how many like how, have you guys gotten a lot of press or um here and there i think we there. we use it when we want to respect. you know what i mean yeah we, we know how to do our press releases and do all right. that good stuff yeah you know but sometimes we want to keep it humble want to keep it small and formal but um yeah for the most part we thank we, you thank you for doing this now oh, hell yeah man <laughs> for you and like people like you like yeah no problem i was just in a, at a another podcast a couple of weeks ago oh yeah yeah uh poor woman studios with lola rainey oh, um okay. yeah shouts out to her oh, but out. also lives in the neighborhood doing a little podcast oh. but hey man maybe you two be able to share a room yeah. share a classroom at the school one of these days great. and have your own podcast room man and we'll hook you all up Wow. We need that. We need more. We need more people of color with some strong voices representing the people, you know. And we can't always rely on the media to to tell our stories the right way. Ain't that the truth? You know. So Ain't let's reach out to homies, homegirls, people who are doing it organically like we did, you know, from the ground up, like you. Respect. For thank sure. you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. That's um. I'm gonna have to check her out. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I wish, like, I probably should have came with more, more like, <laughs> I got a bunch of that. questions lined up. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's just, like, it's just, you're saying a lot of things that that I felt, like, had to have to be done for for um, for um neighborhoods themselves to be uh, well off. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, you're doing them. Yeah. Like, you're doing them. You're doing all the things that I've thought about, mm-hmm. and you're, you're putting them into action. Mm-hmm. So, like... You're like a miracle in my, my eyes, homie. Like it's it's amazing. Like you're, you've done, you're doing, it, man. you're doing the work, and that's that's what's needed. How how um how how do I how do I phrase this? Have you seen just from your perspective? Have you seen change in people around you because of the work you've been putting in? I think uh, we definitely got a lot of recognition in the neighborhood, in the community, in mm-hmm. Tucson. Yeah. So a lot of people, I think it went from like, these motherfuckers are crazy, <laughs> to like, ah, I get it. I get it. I now. see, you know, or like the name used to blow people off sometimes and now they're like, ah, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're almost like at our six. this July will be our sixth year. And I think it took about four years to people to be like, ah, okay, I, I get what I you're get doing. It. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, what you're doing. I get the resources that you're trying to bring into the neighborhood. Um, and same thing, like, people who are not necessarily involved in Flowers and Bulls, they'll come up to me and be like, hey, when are we 
going to so and so and so, you know? Yeah. But it's like we, like, okay, like it's a we now, like, all right. <laughs> like so people are involving themselves, even like in the oh, language, you know? Wow. Or or it's funny the things that are happening on just like a coincidence. So mm-hmm. sure we're building gardens, we have an event or whatever, mm-hmm. then people start asking, like, hey, like, why don't we do a, a mural on that wall over there? And I'm like, why don't we? And people are like, yeah, yeah, we should do it. So, like, now, like, these conversations are, like, slowly kind of bringing up, like, by themselves. You know, people are like, hey, why, why, why is this? Why, why is it? You know, so now people are like, so why is the association, like, who is the association? How come we can't take it over? Why can't we take it over? So, it's like, we're, we're planting oh, these seeds. That's amazing. And then people are like, they're sprouting. And people they're are like... like Getting Shut curious, up. ask Shut questions, and like, what? yeah, I think uh, I think oh. we're I think there's a lot of people in the neighborhood, I, and all Tucson, honestly, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people in Tucson that are wanting to do something or mm-hmm. like, uh, want some change or are waiting for it, but like to get started, to get started on the right foot, to get the resources, the networks, the connects, like it's difficult. So I'm saying like we just, I feel like when we started in 2011, 2012. We had a good amount of resources oh. and networks, so I think that was like step one. Yeah. You know, like how do we get the resources that a few of us have mm. to introduce it to the many? You know, mm. and so our resources, opportunities, contacts, like share that shit. Like we don't, we don't own any of it. You know what I mean? My contacts are your contacts. You know, and wow, that's that's a good start of it right that's there. Beginning of community, yeah. Right there. And then start reaching out to the bar owner, start reaching out to the liquor store owner, reaching out to other All business right. owners reaching out to other residents that we don't know, right. but introducing ourselves and saying, hey, we have good intentions. I'm born and raised here. I live here. And I'm just trying to bring good resources into the neighborhood, you know? And people are like, oh, shit, cool. Hell yeah. Like, let's do it. You know? And, like, just a committed team, man. Like, it's dope just how many people have have joined Flowers and Bullets from neighborhood, from the neighborhood and not from the neighborhood because people just see the vision, you know? Mm-hmm. We have a dope-ass art team. That's working on murals, mural projects, uh, the T-shirt line. We're gonna start printing our own shirts. Nice. And um, some some of these artists are getting their own commission jobs, their own jobs now, mm. and it's all just from um, being connected to something bigger than them, you know. And that's kind of what we want to start doing with like the rainwater harvesting, the prickly pear, um, all our workshops. We want to start really incubating businesses where people are able to love what they do, do it with people they know, and in a place that they love, you know. So. Okay. How many different workshops do you guys do or work on? Uh, we do a bunch of different workshops, man. We've done like a, a Scissors of Oppression workshop, uh, Planting 101, Fall Planting 101, Chickens, uh, Goat Processing, uh, Soap Making, uh, Resume Building, uh, what else have we done? Jewelry Making, uh, Soil Samples. We've done, you know how to make like our, do our own soil test. Uh, seed saving, um, fertilizers, how to use fertilizers the right way without burning the crap out of your plants. <laughs> compost, what is compost? How do you compost? Right. Um, how do you make that into healthy soil so you can put back into your into your garden beds, you know? Hmm. Uh, milk, <laughs> how do you milk my goats? <laughs> um, but animal husbandry, like 101, you know, from chickens to cows to, to goats, you know? Mm. How to maintain them. Uh, chicken coop construction. There's two members right now building a chicken coop for Noam Chomsky, 
you know? So, yeah, I saw you, like, post that on your Insta story. Yeah, so yeah, Jacob yeah. And, and Brandon are going to town building a chicken coop for Noam Chomsky and Valeria Chomsky right now. That's so, so cool. like, our name is bouncing around different places, and, and it's really dope, the, the opportunities that people are offering yeah. to the group, you know? How whole, you, you got to meet him, right? Yeah, yeah. How was he? He's quiet, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's quiet. He's quiet. Yeah. He's viejito, man. Yeah, yeah, he wants yeah. to be left alone, it seems like. I'm done. Like. I'm done yeah. with this shit. <laughs> yeah, but... It's, it's cool when you uh, get yeah. to meet um, you get to meet somebody as just like a, just another average person looking to get some goats and some chickens you know I what I mean I want this kind of thing man thanks mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> just, it wasn't like this big hype or yeah, nothing you know yeah, what I mean yeah, just meeting like, somebody for who they is you yeah. know just human just another human of course just another human that's wow man that's cool how many um, what kind of workshops do you have going right now the next couple of weeks the next months mm-hmm. like, like what do you got off the, the top of your head that you can name off we're I think we're working more more so on the big ones right now so we have mm-hmm. another um, uh, rainwater harvest installation happening I think at the middle of April mm-hmm. uh, we have that Ramada, that Ramada reconstruction mm-hmm. in um, March 17th and 18th so we're gonna be taking care of like the outside of the Ramada and everything, peeling off the old roof. And we have El Pueblo Roofing, a local company, a family-owned business, the Ramirez family. Mm. They're gonna come and roof the whole thing for us for free. <clears throat> and then we have uh, so the yeah, we have the Tanzillos, Tanzillo family that also live in the neighborhood. Um, badass carpenters, man, and they've extended their hand. And so, whenever we're ready to lay down the roof, before the roofers come in, and we're going to lay down the plywood and everything, the Tanzils are going to help come help us do all the carpentry work and help wow. out with the beams and everything. So that's all free work. Wow. And so it's 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 just all love. It's all love, man. People are coming out and really supporting what we're doing. And like I said, tapping into the resources in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, we have the plumbers, we have the electricians, we have. Farmers, ranchers, organizers, social workers. Yeah. We have doulas, midwives. We have, you know, yeah. and it's been a beautiful thing to see where this has gone. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you say that shit? Makes me slightly emotional, bro. <laughs> that shit's fucking great. No, it's been super dope. Like, uh, oh, we have a, a, like Dora Martinez. She's a doula, you know, and she was there to help our member Brandon and his partner and their newborn come into this world, you what? know? So is doula like a midwife? Is it's that... like the it's like the coach almost. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like the it's the assistant to the midwife that kinda helps her out. Oh, all right. So all right. they kinda um, she'll be there for for mm-hmm. the mom and make sure that everything that the mom wants goes accordingly. Wow. Basically. Okay. So yeah, it was dope to that Dora was there present to yeah. like another member's baby was born wow. so again building families you know what I mean? building that trust and like yo man delivering each other's babies yeah, and shit like you, you know each other's babies. So oh, man. hopefully like, hopefully that continues and that grows and that trust and um i think it has to for it to work mm-hmm. i think it has to and i think it will yeah man. the intention is there yeah for sure that's so cool man that's so cool. What what else do you think? Um, what else are you hoping to accomplish with this? I mean, I know you want, and one of the things you said was like maybe putting that that food back into TUSD and stuff like that. But what else do you hope to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Do you think? I think employment. I think uh, we're leading towards we're leaning towards that way where we are going to start being able to incubate our own businesses. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it takes it takes homies a long time to be really proud of the person they see in the mirror. Mm. 
So it would be really nice to uh, create this farm, create this opportunity. There's going to be field managers. There's going to be transportation. There's going to be harvesters. Mm. There's going to be people running programs inside. There's going to be administrative jobs. There's going to be a little bit of everything, you know. So I'm hoping that we find the right team, the right fit, people who are struggling, people who, who need these kind of opportunities to jump into the, the group, into the collective and, yeah. and help us out. So overall, man, just, just help people through their hardships, whatever it is, you know, mm. if it's through a... A curable disease or or transitioning from prison or, or substance abuse or i just want to be i just want to be able to um to provide something for the community yeah, yeah. Bro. what made you so selfless homie <laughs> i don't know man i think um i think i think it is just finding like that all those things that are wrong with like society with mm. the neighborhood with like the people you love and mm. and know that it comes from like a systemic problem that come it stems from something mm. you know and it's finding like, the root of it yeah and it's like and pulling it out yeah i'm ocd as hell you know what i mean so i need to figure yeah. things out i need to organize things so maybe that has something to do with it probably but i think uh, a <laughs> lot of a lot of that stuff i think just love man i love like my neighborhood i i I dislike that we're we're in the negatives of what we have. You know, we don't mm. have any much opportunities for people, for kids, for youngsters, for mm. for our nanas and tatas. You know, and it's yeah. like, why don't we? Why can't we? You know, and might as well try. Shit, might as well try. Fucking beautiful. Fucking mm-hmm. beautiful. But it's dope. Just like just everybody, man. Just shout out to everybody in Flowers and Bullets. Like all our core team. Like we meet up every single Tuesday. How big is your core team? Our core team is about twelve members. Yeah, and um, hit or miss, not everyone shows up, but we have like a good core of people that show up every single Tuesday for the past five years. Wow. Yeah, man. So it wasn't for them. Like our grants wouldn't be nothing. Our our efforts wouldn't be nothing. Like our art designs, our our presentations, our you know anything like it's without that team, man. Like there's some badass people who are way more selfless than me, man. That like. For, for real, real, man. They for exist. Real. Holy shit. Yeah, man. There's some <laughs> badass people who I really like built this shit from the ground up. That That's awesome. It's taken like a like a lot of tears, a lot of you know what I mean, people of you know, people uh yeah, man. Good and bad, you know, we've we've gone through emotional breakdowns because of this, you know, like we've broken up with our partners because of this. Like the stress it's is real. Like it's the, real. It's a job on top of another job. It's you know? real. My God. My God. So let's not, yeah, let's not glorify it too, too much. Like this shit, is, it's hard and it's, it's difficult, and it's some of us have been doing it for free for the past six years, you know. So, yeah, man, bro, you're an inspiration, homie. That's for sure. That's for sure. Dude, come on down with, with the shovel. I, I, I might just have to, bro. Hook like, you with some chip to bean. At this point, I feel worthless. At this point, I might as well shit. go feel some some type of. Use. <laughs> <laughs> we need those storytellers, man. You're a storyteller. Uh, we need man. those storytellers. Thank you, bro. Thank you. But I mean, I'm I'm more like just collecting other stories at this point. <laughs> um, do you have uh, any last words you want to leave the people off? Because we're about to like reach an hour at this point, and I think it'd be good. Nah, just nah, just really, just really humble, really blessed. Feel feel really good, and I just uh, it takes a village, you know, not just to raise a child, you know. This this Thanks. is our child, this is our baby and it's, it's taking this takes whole a community. To raise a village. And um yeah, just much love to everybody that's been putting their heart and soul into all this. Again, our core members, our families that are involved in this, 
the homies in the hood that, that have been really pushing for this, business owners, um, and all our partners, you know, we have some some badass partners that are literally just there to help us out. They don't want nothing, like no gain from this, you know, our architect, Corky Poster, poster um, down to like uh, like the food bank, university, uh, TYLO, like just all, all our people out there, you know what I mean? Just much love. We really appreciate all the love. Thank y'all. Do you want to let them know where they can find you, get contact with you? Yeah, so we're super active on Facebook. So Flowers and Bullets, check us out on Facebook. Um, Instagram also, you want to keep up with like our day-to-day uh, pictures, what we're doing with our events, Instagram. Um, flowersandbullets.com, we have an online store. We can get all the merchandise that all the, the homies have been working on, the homegirls have been working on. Uh, so yeah, buy some hats, buy some beans, buy some t-shirts, help the artist, um, get our name out there. Any way that you can uplift Flowers and Bullets, just let us know. Yeah, let us know. Hit us up if you need anything. Uh, our contact is uh, flowers.bullets at gmail.com. And and we're going email with that. That goes directly to all our core members. So whatever you need from art projects, uh, sustainability work, classrooms, presentations, just hit us up, see what we can do. There you go, guys. Um, thank you again for listening. I, I hope I hope this invigorated you because um, this is pretty intense and it's phenomenal. Um, thank you again, Tito. Yeah, man. No problem. That's great. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for coming through. He's planning to grow families. Wasn't that a hell of a line? That was a glorious line. I hope you're less feeling um, inspired. Um, excited, hopeful, because this was a this was a great podcast, and it left me feeling that way personally. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Go and check out what Flowers and Bullets are doing. Check out what Tito is doing. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I don't know if you ever heard me mention this before. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before, but one of the goals or one of the things that I was doing with this podcast of mine was the idea of resurrecting the neighbor. And Tito and Flowers and Bullets, I feel like, are doing that on a grander scale, on a bigger scale. And it's 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 inspiring, and I hope you feel that way. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you on the next one.